nice to be with you all again. Can't believe our mouths aren't touching when we speak. <laughs> That's going on the show. <laughs> my, uh, my realization recently is that touching my food is basically touching my face. It's driving me nuts. I'm like trying to eat potato chips and I just keep licking my fingers. It's like, oh, oh no. Who touched these chips before me? Yeah, there's not much you can do about that. <laughs> like, finger foods are canceled? I don't know. Potato chips with a fork? Uh, but the, the, we're, we already live in a god slime, man. There's a yeah, lot of continuity. Everything is everywhere, it's true. Yeah, I think there's just like an illness gradient, and we're all gonna like somehow get it at some point anyways, so... Right, we're just sliding yeah. toward it. Yeah. I, I yeah, did I see... Uh, a graph of it today, there was a, a graph of like the illness gradient and the hospital capacity, and it was like, listen, you don't want to be here. You want to be over here. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh. Some amount of people are just going to be fucked up at any given time. Yes. Right, but you want to slow that until the, so that the hospitals can handle it. But I was hoping that this episode we could try not to talk about infectious disease or about our poops that we've been having lately. And that instead we could talk about living out of vans. By which, what? of course, I mean living out of cans. Oh. <laughs> Alright. Are you um I'm fucking uh Yeah. yeah. I walk around the world trying to smack everybody. I'm holding my breath for some reason. So we're talking about vacuum proof vans. Yeah, we're talking about shooting the Mazda into space. Alright. Um what I've got is this wonderful article from the uh famous uh, journalistic uh, standby, the Pocono Record. Um, Pocono? The Pocono Record. Entitled, Would You Live in a Van? Two Women Launch Startup for Boho Traveler Movement. Oh my god. This isn't gonna hurt that much. <laughs> oh, uh, <Jesus>. Really? <laughs> Two San Diego women have created an app for travelers that's gaining a sizable following of nomadic young people living out of vans. Inspired by a social media phenomenon, Brianne Accio, a former San Diego State University lecturer, and public relations worker Jessica Schisler teamed up in 2018 to pave the way for the drifter movement known online as Van Life. They created a mobile application aptly called the Van Life app. That's Nothing just secured the. Make fun of this harder than just. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. just. <laughs> secured the two women spots in a competitive TechStars accelerator program for promising startups. You think the the Pocono Record is making fun of these people? No. Or they're they're you making fun of. Make it fun kinda of them. sounds like it. <laughs> you just say anything about this, and you're making fun of it. The app currently connects long-term travelers with one another while on the road, solving the problem of loneliness that weighs on this group of individuals. The downside of a nomadic lifestyle is that you have no community, Schistler said. Uh... <laughs> Jeez, oh no. Yeah, you guys have has someone has, has anybody directed them to uh, squat the planet? <laughs> Look at or, this fucking Ugo. <laughs> yeah, Latvo, Reddit page. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, they don't, so y'all can't see this image because I'm hiding it from you. But these women look like they live in San Diego, okay? Their hair is long and glossy. 
Their pants have carefully designed holes in it. Um, one of them is wearing a flat brim. And they uh, are, I mean, they're pictured in an RV or possibly a houseboat. Um, definitely not a fucking converted van like it says they are. But I want you to understand that Schistler says, you're constantly in places you don't know and around people you don't know. You're never a local. Doesn't that sound sad? Aren't you feeling bad for them? I'm putting cricket sounds here. For those who haven't heard of it, van life refers to a recent bohemian trend of people buying cargo vans, old ambulances, school buses, and other boxy vehicles, and converting them into livable apartments on wheels. Think of it as a do-yourself, do-it-yourself RV. Many van lifers are also digital nomads who work remotely online, such as freelance writers, software developers, or content creators. (laughs) (laughs) They live in a van together. That's not not right. No, that's not right. One of them lives in a van with their boyfriend. And the other one lives in a van with her boyfriend in a Ford Transit, which is not a fucking van, but is basically a a very expensive RV. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, So, (laughs) the business pitch. You ready? Launch him into orbit. (laughs) (laughs) The business pitch. (laughs) Just fucking pitch him. Um, Seeker spelled S-E-K-R. The business that they formed around the Van Life app is still in its infancy. Oh, I can't read all of these terrible fucking yeah, please stop. Please similes. Stop. Wait, no, listen. 800, the kickoff event in San Diego had 800 Van Lifers show up from Canada to Alabama to meet up on Fiesta Island for the event. The company's Fiesta app, Island? Yeah, yeah, I think that's where the what? fire festival was. Oh. <laughs> The uh, so the, the, the features of this is yeah fire festival two van life edition. Uh, so for I want you to understand this app, all right? Because we always we always never had an app. There was just the squad the planet PHP BBS forum, and uh, and other similar like low tech things like the uh, Instagram, Google face filter. The app has a few main features, including allowing users to find and connect with travelers who are nearby. If they choose, users can share their locations, message each other through the app, or make arrangements to meet up in person. (laughs) Uh, The app also allows users to find public parks, toilets, showers, laundry, or propane refill sites. Oh, so this is like verified Oogles. Oogles with money. Yeah. Where can I find a place with RV hookups for my van? Um. So like, so like. Um. Wait, sorry. Wait, sorry. Just one it, more thing. Just one. It's like hypercube, man. It's like a hypercube <laughs> of dumb shit. Like you start trying to say one thing dumb about it, you're immediately confronted <laughs> by like five more dumber things. And your tongue folds inside <laughs> out in the fourth like dimension. Like an endless funnel into the fucking itself of fucking itself. It is so fucking Google shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Klein bottle of, of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're drinking their own assholes. 
once the user base is built up, they have a few ideas on how to monetize the app. I don't even want to. We already know. They might, they might build know. out a marketplace where users can buy pre-planned road trip packages. Or they might work with advertisers. Although the app has been downloaded 15,000 times, it's still in early stages. In tech startup language, they call the software an MVP, minimum viable product. The app is slow, buggy, and poorly rated by users as a result. Yeah. So, can, I, I never want to hear this ever again. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. I want to Ma- go home now. Many travelers are tied to an internet connection to get work done remotely. So knowing if a campsite is within cell service is a bust. That's not a feature of the app. That's just something they would like to someday add to their shitty app that doesn't work. That 15,000 people downloaded. Would you guys pay for a uh, custom road trip I designed? Takes you right through the uh, Death Valley. Um, mostly just Death Valley. In circles. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate $10. $10. Yeah, I hate it. Wait, is, are they. Just, did you. Are they facilitating, like, uh, pre planned road trip sales? Like, is that a thing? They might build out a marketplace where users can buy pre planned road trip packages. Oh, that's just terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to make it a fucking platform. It's going to be a platform where you, the user, can sell <laughs> your trip to other users. So that you that's could an all. That's an interesting thing with them. Um, so you get in the can, right? <laughs> and you pay. You pay to find out where the can will go. <laughs> you know, and like the machinery of capital, having put everyone in cans, uh, no. will then sort the cans by way of, like ad, like the advertisements tell you what to do, right? You know that whole fucking loop of like. You're told how to feel, and then you feel a certain way, so you buy a certain thing, and then buying a certain thing makes you advertise a certain way, and then they fucking like your brain like that. Uh, but like for going places, for actually physically moving your house to locations, right? You can right. actually pick up the fucking thermodynamic potential of the earth and put it into cans, and then have these cans just efficiently fucking self propelled from one storage area to the other depending on like the the granular needs of capital at a given moment yeah it's just going to be like a gigantic uh it's going to be like like real nomads um walking the circle except it's going to be just like you're in your fucking self-driving van that just drives you from amazon warehouse to amazon warehouse to work under the control of robots it's It's not really good until you pay to have a route and then you pay for access to the self-driving apparatus. You know, it's like, like there's like paywall, pay, like ge- geographic paywall. Now, <laughs> this is it's like the most amazingly American thing I've ever heard of in my yeah. life. Like, you oh, you want to go somewhere? I'll tell you, you where pay, to go. You could pay for the, you know, you you uh, pay for access to the app that drives your car. You pay for access to the app that tells your car where to go. And then you like probably would also pay because you're a sucker for access to the fucking like you know, workers. Uh, what do you call it? The temp agency. The work yeah. the temp agency. The temp agency. You pay the temp agency. You just central, go from one temp agency to the next. It'll be great. The central internship agency. Won't be like a special <laughs> skill or anything. So everyone will just be in their can being moved around according to you know like the fucking the the pods in the matrix. Right, right. You'll that's kind of the ultimate of that, actually. That's the scary idea of can life. It's like literally the same thing. 
Yeah, I mean that's well the the difference no the difference between this app and the Matrix is that the cans in the Matrix are stationary and in this in this program they're on a lazy Susan that rotates. They are not stationary. <laughs> they have bug robots that come and sort them and then turn them like chickens turn eggs. You know. Ah oh, shit. Like the the, the also... egg thing. They turn it every once in a while. They got these machines. The little metal things come in and turn the egg over so it doesn't get too stale or something. You also don't know you're paying for it in the Matrix. Eh, it's not like people know things. Hmm. Well, I mean, like if you're the, if you're, the van life people know they're paying for things, they don't know anything. They're van life people. That, I'm okay. I want to. I just want to clarify for the listeners. We all of us have lived out of boxy vehicles or are currently doing so. Like, we use different sizes of boxy vehicles based on our needs, the amount of musical instruments and cats we have to tote around and such. But yeah. it's not like we're unfamiliar with the concept of getting in a fucking van and living in it, <laughs> never getting out. But that's new, not news. It's news to these fucking people. So, is can life a good thing? Uh oh. We lost space. Space correspondent, return to us. Ah, uh, we're. Oh. Yeah, you're there. Yes. My dissatisfaction with that article is breaking the internet. That, that was what I was hoping would happen. Honestly, I wish it was longer. The pure psychic weight. The t for the record, they've hired six people to fucking build this app. They live in... They live in vans. And they have laptops and cell service. And they have, are influencers on Instagram. Which is how they met. And they have hired six people. The app, the uh, article does not say where these people live, but you just fucking know it isn't San Diego. And for comparison, just so everyone knows, the podcasting is practice, and whatever the fuck that is is evil. <laughs> uh, the the people involved in this podcast do drugs together and uh, have probably fought each other. That's how we know each other. We didn't meet on Instagram. <laughs> But uh, capitalists fucking separated us and individualized us, and we're all very sad about it. So we talk over the right. internet. And since the NSA is listening, you get to listen to Ben. Right? <laughs> yeah, we have been sorted into our cabinets. Uh, yes. the, the, oh, can, no. at, the cans at the back of the cupboard li live forever. The idea is to be an inedible piece of fucking garbage food that will never go bad, but also never be eaten. Or intentionally uh, bad. Like cans yeah. with botulism yeah yeah swollen ass cans <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you must be a distended can <laughs> you gotta have the botulisms but you also not a you, you gotta not swell the can oh mm. well the can they just throw you away oh and yeah then what are you you're a trash person what are you doing right you're like <laughs> you're you're testing in a you're, you're a crash test dummy for a fucking space suit in elon musk's car exactly uh, uh uh, we're trying to get a tax return this year, but we're not trying to get thrown out by the fucking the weird egg turning machine hand. Well, see, but in this case, I would say that it is not good to is neither good to be an invisible botulism can, nor is it good to be a, a swelling can. What you no, want to be is a can with no label on it. Yeah, just be something that no one will ever open, but they will never just throw away because what oh, it, it might be kidney beans. Nice. Is, cut that, green is beans. that beans? Is it... beans Yo, I like cut green beans. Fuck off. What? 
French cut. Ugh. Green beans. French cut green beans. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to eat? Black olives? What are you fucking going to eat? Canned cream and mushroom soup? Can no, fuck that shit. Can't. Alright. I'm, go I'm goddamn evaporated milk with no sugar. That's me. <laughs> Unsweetened. I actually have used evaporated milk. You can use that to put up posters. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like wheat pasting? Yeah, you mix it with warm water, and it makes this gluey thing that stinks for a couple days, but then it turns into, like, plastic. It's, like, laminated. It's possible Whoa. to remove. Hell All yeah. All right. Uh, noted. See podcasting is praxis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're not on some fan life shit, man. We're not oogles. We should get an app. Uh, yeah, we well. should make an app, and our right. app should just be literally a baseball bat. We're like, look, it's an app. <laughs> now open your mouth. <laughs> it needs to take up all the processing power of the phone, though, of any phone that runs that. It's a it bad point for us and is yeah. a baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's my project for this week, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Just programming the bat. The bat app. The that's a great idea, actually. I heard what you can get a virus from that. Or like it's one of those things where you swing it around and it makes power, right? And the thing inside the bat uses the power to mine Bitcoin. Yes. Huh. <laughs> uh, most people have the decency to refer to me as the Batman. <laughs> Alright. Thank you. Okay. Max has made a joke, everyone. And do you hear? I have sound effects. I can add sound effects to that joke. You all sound like you're fucking laughing. I could defect you <laughs> laughing at my jokes. You're gonna like, go copy paste laugh. We <laughs> uh, need laugh tracks, that's for sure. Uh, we are. I'm. I'm attempting to be a laugh track. Um, okay. I'm smoking all the weed I have, which is like a very small amount, but uh, but you know I'm doing my best out here. Uh, so one of our listeners, uh, one of our listener, one one cell in the larger listener has asked us, is there more information about can life because apparently it's not the easiest phrase to google so here's what man i i was drinking a lot all right and, uh, <laughs> can life man i uh, feel like you missed man. a step it's an aesthetic man cans you're in a can right now probably you're probably listening to this like via you know a can with a string or something like that man when you get in your can go to the other can to just Fucking put more things in cans, man. Everything's interchangeable. <laughs> various shades of gray. And, uh, you know, it's usually not that great, but, you know, if all you want to do is grill, man, there you go. Yeah, but the, the, the goal, the end goal, is for that to be occurring in orbit. Or. Oh, it's in not deep a goal. Space. That's the thing about the thing. It was purely descriptive. It's like, hey, have you guys noticed that? We're all being put into cans all the time, and we're mm. probably going to wind up in like lockdown cans in space. Mm. And yeah, it's like a useful heuristic, I guess. You know? Yeah. Like, um, like how many fingers from the sun to the horizon is like how long till nighttime? Right? The can life shit. Like, if you start with can life, like, and then start thinking about COVID nineteen, you start thinking about botulism, right? And the weird politics of it. You can decisions based on it but it's not going to tell you what decision to make like you could be the poison can or you could be the can in the back of the cupboard or you could be some weird boot licking can that wants to have its contents eaten 
<laughs> oh god. Uh, open my lid, daddy. <laughs> uh, I've never said that word out loud, obviously. Um, the <laughs> Yeah. I mean the the ideal goal is not to be a bunch of lonely ass people trapped in individual space capsules stuck in an orbit that we cannot change because there's no fucking rocket boosters on the capsules that that's not the end goal for us it doesn't seem to be the end goal for capitalism either like if we if we get put into cans in space it will be to do manual labor i imagine or or some kind of labor uh yeah or like the dead weight of history just sort of dragging bodies along and not caring how miserable they are it's expensive to send people to space, though. Like, they'll just leave us in the cans at the bottom of the space elevator. Yeah, we're probably just going to be in the garbage or whatever, but I'm sure there'll be, like, machines that need fixing up there, and they'll generate a population of humans that live in outer space and probably start breeding them, and then there'll be millions of people up there being miserable, not having yeah. enough air, paying rent <laughs> on water. Did you or, say paying or, rent uh, on water? Or pirates. Yeah. Being pirates. That's kind of helpful, a little bit. See, that's where it starts to get useful, because if we're going to be in cans, you use those strategies to be pirates, right? Like, can you even be a pirate without a can? The original pirates were on boats. That's true. And Mm -hmm. and islands, and their whole, like, piracy thing was sort of uh, defined by, we have all these weird islands that we can hide out on, and we have these boats with which we can intersect larger boats to take their shit, right? Take it back to the islands. It's total can life shit. Yeah, Yeah, you can't even... It's high surface area. Cans within cans, right? The other shit was so that's like one form of it, but like I was imagining like like radio piracy at first with the can life shit, and like this idea of like sneaking between the cans, you know, like they literally stack the cans up. But what if the insides of the cans get out and go to the other can at night and hang out, and then like they Toy sneak story. back in the morning? Yeah, kind of like Toy Story, but where the toys are like, like French cut green beans. Yeah, like they take all the fucking the, the trailer parks, right? And they just stack them on top of each other, and then boom, you've got an apartment complex. Hmm. Huh. Like uh, the uh, the same social circumstances or whatever, but like uh, like especially as you move like into more technological space, like uh, you really really need to be able to like agglomerate your cans and move between them. And this shit resulted in me talking about fucking god slime shit because I was like, yo. What if all the cans were one can and we could just be ourselves? <laughs> but, uh, uh, because there's a similarity with cellular structure, you know, like you got a cell membrane in the nucleus and like you're the nucleus and the cell membrane is your can. Your like body has become your car at some point. Now I'm just talking. Yeah. No, no, I mean, that's, that's the idea. Uh, cells, uh, cell walls are to cans as individuals are to organisms as like nation states are to large collections of humans on planet right there's these artificially imposed boundaries these woody tubes one might say we should each talk for one uh don't stop talking for one whole minute about can life and that's like a good description of can life (laughs) is that the only qualifier just don't stop talking for one minute about can life oh about some good shit about can life. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good idea. Olin, you want to do it? Where's your can at? Uh, well, I always thought about it as, like, kind of a trajectory. At least, like, how, we, how we've talked about it in the past. Uh, 
maybe not on the air or whatever. Um, but I kind of imagine it as like a, a end goal, um, like getting there first, you know, even though it's like totally impossible, but like the things you learn in like establishing your own can make maybe like a, what's the word for that? I don't know. Like what kind of like, reclaiming the until, like, huh? Like reclaiming the inside of the can. Yeah, or like even creating the own, like creating your own can, basically, and your ideal can, you know, like a terrarium or something like that. And then finding ways, like anything that you're gonna learn towards, like launching it into orbit, is gonna be practical on the ground, anyways. Like permaculture and mm, like, right. and just systems or whatever, you know, like living systems. And what? And propulsion systems. And... Yeah, propulsion systems, electrics. Uh, coding whatever all that shit i just it's kind of like a, for me it seemed like a good ideal to like organize around can life or not exactly like can life per se but i like the whole like autonomous uh space agency kind of thing that's kind of what i related to has my have i talked for a minute yet uh, i don't know you got more to say no, no i don't know y'all chime in uh, yeah, the the whole autonomous um, s- space unit, like the collective can, of which we all have to work for it, but everybody understands that it's for us and not for, like, one person being in charge and telling everyone else to go to work. That, that has this, um, that has, like, this anarchist prefiguration in it which is cool like this this idea that you have to build the world that you want to live in and that by building it you're also like learning how to build it and learning how to like what that world would look like because you're doing it with other people and you can't have a uh, like a collaborative collective world in which you live in a way that one person decided in advance that doesn't make any sense so you have to like collectively um uh, like imagine this this type of society together that could actually get on in space and not just either collapse into some sort of like hierarchical like totality or eat each other alive in some sort of like competitive scramble for resources or like dark forest theory shit so the, but the thing that I uh, the, the, the actual literal doing of it, the getting the minerals to build us a can to uh, to like all the actually like ganging up enough people and a fucking launch pad and all that shit that you need. You don't actually have to be the government to launch shit into space. There's no rules about building your own launch pad. There are rules about building rockets um, and whether or not you're allowed to share the plans for them. Like, we probably can't say because I know we have we have listeners in non-US countries, so we can't like give the plans for how to build spacefaring rockets on this podcast because that's also technically giving you the plans for an ICBM that you could use to bomb the U.S., so therefore it's giving war secrets, uh, some of the secrets of war. There's a fucking, there's a whole word for it. But uh, yeah. giving, yeah, giving, giving uh, weapons data to enemies is actually treason, and we don't do that on this podcast. Absolutely not. They used to Unless say the same satire. thing about encryption, though. But that's kind of not hope. I that's so unfortunate because like open sourcing, like just if everyone all of a sudden just had the science behind rocketry then everything would be better or worse actually probably i mean actually our 
everything, all the resources would probably be uh, extracted a lot quicker on the planet if all there was the a lot of people who just understood. All the bad mm-hmm. shit you can do with a, a fucking rocket, you can just do slower with a car. Yes. <laughs> uh... Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, only in a screenplay uh, or for fictional purposes. Well, well, I mean, like the whole reason. Oh, oh, oh what if shit. somebody launched a nuclear like missile that. from the fucking underground bunker in Iowa? It's like, well, what if they fucking carried a nuclear missile on the back of a pickup truck and then <laughs> still blew up? You know, like, well, the ISIS thing doesn't I have bl- that many missiles. They're fucking using Walmart drones. It's like. Right, or just driving just a, a pickup truck full of bombs into something. I'm, I'm just spicy about it because you should be able to make a fucking rocket that goes to space without getting a license. I don't need you, a fucking. I don't need are, a actually. gun, but I do need to get to space sometimes. You're technically allowed to make a rocket that goes to space without a license. You just can't find out, or you just can't share any secrets about it over international borders or with foreign nationals, and you can't shoot it until you've. Uh, gotten a license essentially um, huh. but you can build it and you can build it on a launch pad and it, and in fact you can test parts of it and know that all the parts theoretically work but to shoot it off you have to have like uh, basically a thing with the US government that says I understand where this will come down I'll be responsible for that I'm not a terrorism or whatever they call it these days <laughs> I think they actively suppress a lot of fucking uh uh, we'd, we'd already be like on Mars and shit if they weren't so fucking paranoid about that shit. And if yeah. the, like the military industrial complex has a vested interest in maintaining control over low Earth orbit, man, they don't want other people up there because they got their fucking Google eyes on us. Well, they do want other people up there, but they want it to be people they can control, which means companies, yeah. right? They well, want that's the people, the same people. That's the people I'm talking about. And it's stupid because well, they got all this control and they don't even have that. But. Well, that I don't know. If you if you read like military futurism stuff, they think that they have dominance but not control, and that they're that's the reason that they have to be so dominant over it. That's the reason there's a space force is because they understand that space is uh, totally unceded territory, and that should they attempt to control it in a in an actual or what's um, what's the word? Force. You know, like control versus force. If they force it, if they try to use force to decide this airspace th- uh, problem, they will inevitably leads to some fucking mutually assured destruction shit. They have all these strategists working that out. What it is is you just have control, and so nobody knows how much force you could apply, and so they are afraid to actually test your um, limits. And that's the way that American society works internally, too, psychologically. They don't actually have to beat you, mostly, unless, I mean, there are certain, uh, certainly times in which the people show that they are, like, uh, testing the boundaries, and then they apply force to show that they will, but that mostly they just trust that everybody will walk around following the fucking law all the time. Not that I have to tell you guys that, obviously. God damn. You're influencers. (laughs) If I was an influencer, I wouldn't have to be. <laughs> Just influencing by sitting in cut off sweatpants at home in the dark. No one you can know, see bet, you, and, and yet you're an influencer. I bet that class of influencer exists. Damn. I think that's called. Never mind. I think that's podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
different podcasters oh, than us, presumably. Yeah. Oh, we lost space again. It's it's because we're focusing too much on the actual propulsion issue. I think the the whole idea that we should take a uh, can bubble chunk uh, out of the sky is like steps down the road from when we take at least a can-sized bubble chunk out of the planetary surface, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how are we going to build, how are we going to f- go to space if we can't even get a zone together where all of the homies hang out and get along, nobody's in charge, and we build stuff together? Like, I've yeah. never seen one of those. Eh. Yeah. Have you? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I, I see little, uh, like, aspects of the ideal uh, can, you know? But they all exist separately. And maybe that's know. the way. Like, maybe, maybe it would be a swarm of vehicles that only have like six people in them and each of those vehicles hates one of the other vehicles so none of them can all actually attach but they can go in the same direction yeah yeah totally and have a uh, what are those uh what do you call that EVO uh, EVAs or whatever oh um like this like a, a walk suit yeah like walk suits go for space walks and shit mm-hmm. yeah in between the different cans that's really the shit, is, is we have to be able to go... If we're going to go for spacewalks between cans, we would have to have a reason to go to each other's cans. I guess we yeah. would also have to a reason, have a reason to avoid making one big can, so that would be the reason why there's gossip and drama in all of the small cans we have on Earth. Mm. Uh, Mike, are you back? Yeah. Did I you have to shift your can? I'm live from my fucking... Uh... My pickup truck. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this nice is that's, that's a beautiful irony. Is it cold? No, no, it's nice out. It's is it rainy? No, it's sunny, man. It's sunny. It's fucking uh, it's rush hour. Everybody's coming home from work. I'm wearing Ray Bans. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, oh god, I'm jealous. You, you're wearing sunglasses in a pickup truck right now. What? Are you wearing sunglasses and in a pick, the cab of a pickup truck right I'm now? Really, I'm doing that thing. Will you please just stream this to YouTube <laughs> and become a boomer? <laughs> <laughs> just like you're transforming into a boomer conservative as we listen. It's like a torture thing or like a HP Lovecraft. You can't look away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> listen, listen. Nobody respects women more than me. Nobody respects women more than me, but all I'm saying is, you know, you got some firemen, uh, you know, you, uh, 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 you need the upper body strength, man. Oh my god, <laughs> you said it. Well, that that's such a that's such a fine, um, small morsel of boomerism. That's so. <laughs> Upload it's... it, cash the check. <laughs> here between the fucking dry ice fucking production center and the fucking sign that says pneumatic electric vacuum hydraulic <laughs> <laughs> all four this uh, is that fucking that yeah that's the cantaloupe shit that's the cantaloupe I think uh, I think this should be a, a a section that you all should include on like we should include on the on the show the uh, slice of boomer <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, if for if you guys will uh, buy more, like, what is this shit? <laughs> if you'll give us more money, listeners, by buying uh, merch on our app store, then we will do 
bigger and bigger boomerisms, and we will say gamer words and slurs. We will make the most terrible, wrong-headed assumptions. We will be absolutely blatantly selfish that only us deserve anything and nobody else dare get anything in their own uh, self-interest. And then we can simultaneously, and without pausing for breath, decide that we are the most tolerant and gentle people on earth and all other people are abusing us. And we'll do all of that for dollars on the penny. Uh-huh. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about how you gotta have cans on Earth first. How are you gonna get it? How are you gonna do it if you can't get the homies together? Do you have well, an idea? You gotta fucking, you gotta play that, you know, like a Mario shit or like video game shit, you know? The fucking machines <laughs> moving, doing the three card, the three card mining shit, you know, the balls under the cups and stuff. And like, fucking, you gotta wait till everybody's all synchronized and shit. And then you're like, oh, the machine locked up. I don't know what we're gonna do. Looks like we just all live on the San Francisco fucking, what's it, what's it called? The fucking Golden Gate Bridge now. It's, it's you know, it's busted. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. We're like, we're just like living under the, under the space elevator, like large panels that divert trash that's falling on us and like, just like living under there and just like passing a shitty cigarette around watching trash fall on our roof. Uh, it's no big deal. I mean, like, now we all live together for free, but, like, that's pretty great. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, we didn't break it. Okay. Yeah. For instance, like, you guys, like, some shit's coming up, and, like, Elon Musk wants the self-driving cars, right? And then one day, there's a traffic jam, and then all the self-driving cars, you know, the app just broken. Oops. We live here now. <laughs> You're right. Like, the chicks that got stranded out in the middle of the forest by their self-driving car which then needed a fucking what was it it, it, they were standing out there for hours the car needed to be towed two miles to a place where it could get internet access because the people who had designed it never thought about it the possibility that it might go out of cell phone range is this a real occurrence that happened that real thing real thing i'll double check it the facts if you want um I'll mute my keyboard. this in a pickup truck making me feel like a boomer. Um, guys, so, uh, say something to talk boomer for a minute? What? I could just try yelling at the screen, maybe? Yeah, I feel like I yeah. can tell someone they're doing it wrong. Aim the screen down from your window as if we're in the rearview mirror. The way that you see yourself all day. Oh, and then, okay. And then yell at us. Abuse us. Uh, that's cool. Is the sound quality good? You like that? You like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do go on. <laughs> I can't do this shit. Uh, so, wait. You can't make you me do this. That's you like right. that? I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore just because oh, I like no. it. <laughs> Are you okay? Yo, these, these graphics. So you, sorry, these graphics. <laughs> So good. <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm trying to keep us all in a shared uh, visual location. Um, uh, the <laughs> uh, we're, What's we're... the name of that hat, man? What's that type of hat called? The dad hat looking thing. You know, it's like a baseball hat, but not a baseball hat that you wear to a baseball game because it's like the it's like the backyard barbecue hat. It's yeah, like it's, the, it's the kind. It's the kind with the little belts. 
for uh, adjusting your head size because your head yeah. actually swells and shrinks on a monthly basis. It's like dude went to Kmart <laughs> and bought the second expensive hat. <laughs> it's like the way I buy liquor. That is the recommended buying for all things under capitalism. The second least expensive thing in the store that's the thing you need. Yeah. Says the various artists and laborers. Uh... Did you say artists and laborers? Yeah, the second class from the bottom. Oh, how, are there? Is there a known set of classes? Can I observe it? Yeah, there's um, uh, work, and then there's skilled work, and then there's gangster shit, and then there's uh, wine mom, and. Uh, uh, <laughs> the fuck you want? <laughs> uh, I believe that. I, uh, right, yeah. I gotta go to work. More boomer stuff. More. <laughs> uh, um, Y'all made me think of something a minute ago. I swear to God, I'm gonna remember it. Oh, oh. It's my fault. That's cool. Uh, Alright. I, I can't do this shit. I'm sorry. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You're not trying hard enough. You want a participation trophy? <laughs> uh, shit, man. I'm lost. Before I, I had, I had a great whole fucking series of thoughts. I can just edit this part out if I find the thoughts again. Um, can, uh, can we conclude? Are we? Do you think we're done? Is that? Is that it? I think we should conclude in case I get kicked off again. Uh, uh I'm getting kicked off by the fucking software or something. Hmm. And then there's various. I just, I can feel. I, I, I'm seeing some shit birds flying. That's all I'm saying. Some. Oh. I, that didn't sound right. good. Uh, it's one of those. Uh, I'm already not. recording in my pickup truck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a. I, I, I don't have a license till the 17th, so. <laughs> Oh my god! You are the living embodiment of can life right now. That's fine. We are. No, I'm not living in my pickup truck, man. You're currently. You're, you are uh, living in your pickup truck right you, now. You're you living fuck, and dying in that pickup truck, man. You are. You are uh, on, living on life on the edge. You're, sure, you're aware of the highway. Your life is a highway. You're gonna ride it on the edge, ride or die, ride together. I'm just like listing tattoos that people got for their political candidates this year and that are already hey. falling out. Hey, bro. Yeah? You like Molly Crew? Uh, listen. How did you know about that? Bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bringing me back. <laughs> that disease is contagious. Very unlikely. Our air filtering system can but handle... But there is a chance. If you mean mathematically, yes, the probability is not zero. I cannot rely on your primitive technologies. Kill the patient.